Welcome to the Real Estate Answers Podcast, brought to you by Real Living Home Realty Group. Kevin Gunn, Director of General Brokerage, brings you all the burning questions you've been wondering about in real estate. From market trends to investor secrets, Kevin shares his experience with you. This is the Liz Callaway Show, now 6 to 10 on Talk 94.5. 918 on the Liz Calloway Show. We're joined by Kevin Gunn from Real Living Home Realty Group, right by the Market Common, right outside the 810 Market Common uh, location. So welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So I believe you have a market update for us, and that's always a very good indicator of how our economy is going. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have some data here, and this is, uh, when I look at the market data, I'm always comparing this year uh, versus last year for the most point for the most part and uh, right now this is going to be up till the end of August uh, still waiting a couple of days to get September numbers which are, are probably going to change things a little bit but uh, but overall it was pretty positive it, and when I look at the market data I always look at the entirety of everything that's sold and I typically just look at um, residential condo I, I kind of take the commercial stuff out but all in all if you look at everything you know we were up about two percent as far as activity goes and that's units sold which is great mm-hmm. Um Total sales was up about 7%, which tells you your average sales price actually jumped quite a bit. So our average sales price along the Grand Strand actually jumped 4.8% versus last year. Uh, so all positive. And, but then when you break it out a little bit deeper, I like to get rid of new construction sometimes and look at what's just the resale market doing. Because mm-hmm. new construction can skew numbers. Um, a lot of that stuff they put out on the market for, you know, a lot of them are models. So it can be out there for eons. And it kind of, you know, ticks the numbers up a little bit. But when you actually look at resale, it actually it, it's it's very positive versus last year. We were up three point three point seven percent as far as units go, and total sales were up eight and a half percent. And again, this is all the way up to the end of August. Right. Um, and the average sales price on a resale uh, up four point seven percent. Average days on the market down by, uh, to one hundred and twenty. So all in all, really positive, really positive news, and it really. Uh, verifies that we are still very much in a seller's market right now. Well, I know uh, when I bought my home a couple of years ago, every time I was sh- I was shopping for a home for years, mm-hmm. and uh, when I really was ready to drop the hammer, every time I would go and look at the house, it was already sold, already yeah. in contract, already. I was like, really? So when I finally found one, I was like, okay, give me the contract right now. Because yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was just talking to um, a woman uh, the other day. I think it was. Sunday yesterday and she told me her her house was on the market for four hours she didn't even put the sign in the ground mm-hmm. and it was sold I mean it's it really price point driven here um, mm-hmm. I actually have the same scenario um, I, I have an investor friend and something came up that I knew about and we got it we're getting it under contract before it ever hit the market uh, but it really does depend on price point you know, when you get into that, I always say the sweet spot along the Grand Strand right now is about one hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. If you're in that in that price range, your home is probably if it's marketable in good condition, all those things, and priced right, it's going to move quick. So that's a hot market price it, point. It is, um, but once you get above the two fifty and into the three fifties, four hundreds, the days on the market extend pretty significantly. And then obviously when you get into the million dollar properties here, we actually have a pretty robust luxury market here right now, uh, even though we are a secondary luxury market. But um, but you're still looking at well over 220 days to sell anything hmm. that's above 
uh, $500,000. Yeah, I mean, I, I know someone who's been trying to sell a house in Seville for mm-hmm. such a long time and can't move it. And yeah. it's in that $600,000 range. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it's been for sale for like two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. It, it is, and the, it's just. But if you just think about it logically, I mean, it is what it is. Most people coming in here are cashing out from some other part mm-hmm. of the country, and they don't want to spend the same amount of money that they just sold for. Um, but you know, that the luxury market here is still good. It's just that the marketing is extremely important, and who you're targeting that market that marketing to is even more important because well, most luxury buyers are not coming from the local area here. Right, that makes sense, and that's what what real estate agents like you. That's where you come in. So, what are some of the um, the things that? How do you explain to a homeowner about your marketing plan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually have um, something called our customized home marketing system. So we we're a little bit different. I don't treat everybody the same. It's not because people's homes are not interchangeable widgets that you just say, hey, you know, here's the price per square foot. So here's what we're going to list it at. There's so many different variables involved. Um, So I like to talk to people about marketing strategies, pricing strategies, and get the homeowner as involved as possible because I'm not one to just like to dictate to somebody like, well, we got to list it for this price and expect it to be sold in this amount of time. You know, I look at what you're competing with. Unlike a lot of people will look at comps, which have Mm -hmm. already sold. Right. I'm never really interested in comps Hmm. because that's past. I'm looking at what is your home going to be competing with at the same time that your home is on the market. That, to me, is more important. Well, I see that a lot with, Mm -hmm. like, townhomes and things Mm -hmm. like that, where I was actually just looking at one. They were across the street from each other. They were identical on the outside, but one was $20,000 more than the other. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, I wonder what that one has inside that that one, the other one doesn't, because essentially it's in the same location. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, how do you price that? I mean, should you price it identical? I mean, that's a that's a tough one because they're identical homes. Yeah, and that's the toughest conversation that you're going to have with with sellers is that a lot of people, you know, I, I get it because everybody wants to make their home their theirs, and they will do certain things to it. But I, realistically, when you go to sell a home, there's not a whole lot you can do that you can start adding value to the mm-hmm. home. Um, you know, like hardwood floors, things like that. That's kind of standard now. Mm. Um, or granite countertops yeah, are granite very ca- standard. It's, it's standard. <laughs> you know, I mean, you'd actually deduct on the price if you had carpeting downstairs, mm. things like that. So you always have to remember, and, and I always try to preach this to everybody, is that, look, 78% of all deals are financed, okay? Mm-hmm. When you get a bank involved or a mortgage company, they're going to order an appraisal on your home. So you want to price it correctly to make sure that it appraises out because at the end of the day, if you list it for 250 and it's worth 230 you know, and you get a contract – then the appraiser comes out and says, no, I'm sorry, it's worth 230 You just lost the contract. So All should right. you have it appraised before you even list it? Um, I think that if you're good at what you do in real estate, you should be educating your seller on here's where the price range is. Because mm-hmm. there is no right price in real estate. If you, okay. if you ask 20 different agents to price a home, mm. you're going to get 20 different prices. That's interesting. What we're looking for is a range. Like right. We believe that it should sell between here and here. Mm-hmm. Um now, when you get into higher-end properties, yes, I highly recommend you get an appraisal done. Absolutely. Now, one of the things I, I wanted to ask you about was a, a house that's identical to mine, mm-hmm. a couple of doors down, is selling for $20,000 more than what I bought mine for. Mm-hmm. But I have an in-ground pool in my backyard. They mm-hmm. don't. 
I have a fence all around my property. They don't. Mm -hmm. Is it safe to say that your house has gone up that much in value over the last couple of years? Or maybe do they have gold walls inside that home? I mean, no, I really um, wonder about that. We we do see that in pockets of, of the Grand Strand. Market Common, for sure, is one of them. Uh, you know, the Market Common is, as of last year, was still 70% new construction. Well, now it's kind of changing into a resale market, and we've seen some homes that sold in the same neighborhood last year go up $50,000 in value. So that is quickly. happening. It is. It just depends on where you're at and what you're competing with. Hmm. Um, if you're right next door to new construction, that's going to keep your prices down a little bit, only because when they have the option to go new for the same price, you know, again, it's all about what are you competing with mm-hmm. um, and what kind of choices are, is the buyer going to be, you know, evaluating and, and looking at at the same time. You know, there's, there's pros and cons of both, you know, mm-hmm. buying new construction and buying sure. resale. And sometimes you have all the upgrades in a resale. And then when you add up all the upgrades in the brand uh-huh. new home, you're priced out of it. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, we are talking to Kevin Gunn of, of Real Living Home Group Realty. And um, how can people get in touch with you, Kevin? Uh, there's numerous ways. I'm out there. So, I mean, Real Living MB is my is my website. Uh, I usually give out the office phone number because it's so easy to remember. It's 843-232-0000. Okay. So couldn't make it any easier. Yeah. How'd you get that number? I, you know what? The, the broker got that, and that's what I use okay. because everybody can memorize that one yeah. a lot easier. We have a question, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, how much does uh, how, do the HOA fees, does mm-hmm. that have a play in as far as how much a home will go for in the market? If you move into a community mm-hmm. and the HOAs, and you've seen it, so I'm sure it's like, wow, those are a little exorbitant. I mean, this mm-hmm. is high. Will that factor into the cost of the home? No. It has nothing to do with the value of the home. Nothing. All it has to do is whether or not the buyer wants to pay that fee. Uh, okay. When you look at HOAs, you have to look at what is it providing, you know, obviously, and and factor that in. But as far as the actual value of a home, it does not play a part. No. It won't bring the neighborhood value down because those fees unless, are so stupidly uh, high. I mean, unless you just have an HOA, you know, run amok and everybody's getting out of there, you know, mm. because they don't want to deal with them anymore. Uh, and we do see that. Okay. You know, I mean, I won't name the subdivisions, but there are some people that are just getting out because they don't want to deal with the HOA anymore. Um, so in that case, yeah, it is kind of affecting your price because if you just want to get out of there, mm-hmm. you're going to discount your home. And you do the homework. Mm-hmm. You'll let these individuals know, well, this is the HOA. This has one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was you, it? Yeah. yeah. Everything has to be up front. You, gotta, you don't want surprises mm-hmm. for anybody. <laughs> now, I, I was actually thinking about the people that live along these roads that are getting redone, like mm-hmm. the people on Forestbrook Road um, and the fact that there's going to be a right of way that was go- that's going to have to be like taken to build this five-lane road on Forestbrook Road. When people are selling their home, uh, a buyer may be unsuspecting, not uh-huh. know that there's a major roadway going <laughs> to like be sure. dangerously close to the front door or the backyard. Um, what, is the, uh, what are the responsibilities or what's the word I'm looking for? The obligations of a homeowner that's selling the home to, to reveal to a potential buyer or in the documents? That's such a tricky question because you'd have to prove that they had knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, most people don't go to the zoning and planning you know, committee meetings and things like that, so they are not aware. Mm-hmm. Typically, people in my profession are more aware of, of what's going on, so I would say it's more on the agent to educate buyers and sellers. Um, you know, if, if there was some way that you just knew that they were had knowledge of this thing going on and they go to put their house on the market, you know, technically, legally, they'd have to disclose that. Mm. But um, but it would be such a hard thing to prove. But like something like a road, mm-hmm. would that need to be? If they know about it, yeah. Technically, mm. they would have to. Okay. Yeah. But then again, you, it's it's back to that, how do you prove that they actually knew? Did they go? What you know? about past flooding on your property? Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, that comes up in the tax records. Okay. That's the first thing I check on everything okay. is, is what, what flood zone are you in? Um, now, are you looking at the proposed maps or the existing no, maps? No, I look at the existing. Okay. Um, but again, now that is something where even, because this does happen, where your home is not technically in a flood zone, mm-hmm. but it flooded. Right. Well, you have to disclose that. Obviously, mm, okay. you you can't get around that. Um, so when you look at the, you know, when I have a buyer, the first thing I do and they start give me properties, I'm right on the tax record looking at the flood zone maps, um, see where it is. And then I'm also pulling the property disclosure to make sure there's nothing on there that hmm. The appraisers me. need to know all that as well. I mean, they should be very aware of it. That's what one of our texters just mm-hmm. texted in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They should be. Should <laughs> <laughs> That's the qualifier. Should. Yeah, should. Yeah. All right, Kevin, did you want to add anything else? Uh, any other information we need to know? Uh, no, but if you want to, if you want to reach out to me, I'm I'm on social media. Just you can go by my name on Instagram, Facebook. Two ends. Two ends. Gun yeah. with two ends. Gun with two ends. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, feel free to reach out to me uh, with any questions, concerns. Uh, that's what I do, and I'm here to help. All right, Kevin Gunn from Real Living. He's a real estate agent, and uh, are you both listing and? Uh, I do both. both. Yeah, I mean, it's about half and half. Okay. When you have listings, you're going to get buyers. You can go to reallivingmb.com or call 843-232-0000. Easiest way. I've already committed it to memory, (laughs) so so could you. It is 930 on the Liz Calloway Show. Thanks for joining us, and we'll we'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you. And has a baby. Good. good. Not sleeping, but it's all right. (laughs) Is he looking a little tired? Kevin's looking a little tired today. Maybe a little. (laughs) I see the photos. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. (laughs) I'm just bringing, I'm, I'm, I'm chalking it up to it's a Monday. Yeah. But it's really the baby. All right. It's 931 on the Liz Calloway show. Um, Liz Calloway show. Um, Liz Calloway.